Hey, welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. And uh, this is not Matt Stewart, this is Saran Jayamana. We're in Sydney, we're about to be in Brisbane, we're doing live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart's in both those cities. And we're also doing our stand-up shows, uh, Dry Dry, is that right? That is correct, uh, Who Knew It's with Matt Stewart's, and also Dry Dry in Sydney at the Manning Bar, and in Brisbane at the beautiful Powerhouse. Oh, so good. And we're you're doing the Who Knew It's at the Chippo, and at the Good Chat Comedy. Anyway, we'd love to see you there, it'd be fantastic. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart, and this week I'm joined by friend and comedian Jess Perkins. Hello, Matt, my friend and comedian. Welcome to the show. It's so good to have you here. Thank you. I was clapping for myself. It's great to be here. This is one of my favourite podcasts. <laughs> That's very nice. You're on the first ever, and it yeah. is so good to have you back here on the fifth ever. Yeah, I said to you, I said, Matt, I'll only ever be on episodes with one and all five yes. in the time. So I'll see you at episode 10. Yep. 15. Uh-huh. Well, 11. 11. <laughs> 12. 12. 13. Oh, yeah, okay. You're going to have a busy couple of months soon. But, but then I'll have a good break at the 20s. Yeah. You'll be cruising. Yeah, after okay, that. great. Until 25. Yeah. And then 35. Yeah, okay. That's a good way to do it. I'm also joined by comedian and friend Sam Peterson. Welcome, Sam. Friend is a stretch. Lovely. Thank you. <laughs> Love it to be Wait, well, from which end is that a stretch? I thought I thought I, I never thought that I was your friend. You're certainly my friend. <laughs> okay. But I thought some of the <laughs> the messages that went around today, I was thinking maybe I'm neither of your friend with leave the attitude at the door. No, That's I the, can only number one thing today. I can only I can only talk to friends in that manner. Ah, uh, we joke, we jest. We jest amongst of, friends. Jest simply Perkins. must. Correct. Jest, uh, just just the jest. Yep. Okay, so Jess knows how this show works. Mm. Sam, you may not, so let me explain to you and any new listeners. Oh, yes, wonderful. That perhaps uh, the Confessions of the Idiots fandom, you know, they're probably all... Yeah, all three all... of them. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm right. That's gone up. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mum. <laughs> Stuff like that. You can work <laughs> on it a bit if you want to. Okay, we don't need to. Like, well, I mean, if your mum is listening for the first time, uh, this is how it works. It's pretty simple, really. I ask a question. You have to write a convincing fake answer. Then I read your answers as well as the real one, and you have to guess which one you think is correct. Ooh. Pretty straightforward. Yeah, stuff. I don't think I want to do this. <laughs> I'm pulling out now. Okay, there is a door. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that um, sounds amazing. Okay, so here's question number one. Are you okay. ready? Yes. And this one comes from listener Thomas Doppelrider from Graz in Austria. Question. All the questions uh, these days. <laughs> And from All the beginning, five episodes. Uh, come from our great Patreon supporters. And if you want to get involved, you can go to Do Go On Pod. No, what is it? Patreon. Patreon.com. Slash Dugon Pod. Dugon Pod. Oh, my God. Sam, if, Sorry. I, if I could just get that clean. I'll be editing that out. Patreon.com <laughs> forward slash Do Go On Pod. Yeah, so if you get involved there on any level, you can submit questions. And this one does come from Thomas Doppelrider. And this one is the Mariko Aoki phenomenon describes what? 
the oh. Mariko Aoki phenomenon describes what. So you just got to come up with a believable fake phenomenon. That is so vague somewhere in the back of my head. I almost also messaged the group chat between uh, you and Matt. <laughs> just <laughs> just to do. Matt. And it's fun because then um, the next time you go to message Matt, you've just sent him a bunch of absolutely batshit stuff. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Um, what was it, Mariko? Uh, Mariko Aoki. Aoki. So, yeah, so you just got to come up with a some sort of a, a <sighs> phenomenon there. And, yeah, so this is how the scoring works while you're writing your answers. You get one point if your fake answer is guessed by the other contestant and another point if you correctly guess the answer. So you've got two points up for grabs. And, by the way, I'm also playing as the house. Sorry, as? The house. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I've put in two of my own fake answers uh, with the help of the question writer for each question, and I get a point for each one of those that our guests choose. So each one of us can score up to two points per round which makes it seem pretty fair, but apparently the probability slightly favours me. The house and the house always wins. Although if you've been listening to previous episodes, you know that is not the case. Really? So, Did somebody beat the house? Yeah, I think nearly every week. Really? Apart, not the week I was on? So apart that's from that one. <laughs> okay. So did you do really badly on yours, on your uh, first one? No, look, I had fun. Yep. Uh, so there's that. You were pipped. Yeah, pipped. that's true. By the house. <laughs> the house. So what what is the house? Is that the house? Is that um, just because I've been writing and everything? You might have already explained it, but this is the the Patreon people who have yeah. decided. Basically, I'm the house mm-hmm. with the help of the the Patreon question writers. Oh my goodness! So you know, it's a pretty powerful combination. It feels thing. incredible, and that's why we are the house <laughs> with our <laughs> powers combined. It's really good. I'm gonna have that as my ringtone. <laughs> the house. Get an SMS. Yeah. If I ever do get an SMS one day, fingers crossed. Did you know. a, know. a live um, episode uh, last week with Dave Warnicky as a guest. And uh, he really gets the crowd booing the house. <laughs> Dave Warnicky does. Yeah. He'd be the last person I imagine to get people booing. He really had the whole room up in Brisbane <laughs> against the house. <laughs> How did the house feel about it? The house come down? I kind of like it. Like, okay, yeah, He's such fun. a little troublemaker, that Dave Warnicky. <laughs> little stirrer. Yeah. Oh, he'll get you in the end, won't he? He's fun. Scamp. I'm rarely the villain, but being the villain, oh, it's good fun. <laughs> Just ask my play. friend Darth Vader. <laughs> Oh, can you do an impression of Darth Vader? Hello. <laughs> I am Darth Vader. Do, okay. Do you want me to do an impression? No. <laughs> okay. No, sorry, Matt's got to move on. Yeah. If, you, if you get a point, we'll let you do an impression. Yeah, okay. that's good. Right. Yep. You can do an impression for every point one. you get. Thank you. I've got two. Thank right. you. <laughs> so question number one is the Mariko Aoki phenomenon describes what? These are your five options. The feeling that a family member has been replaced with an imposter. Oh, like that. A phenomenon in which a person suffers hallucinations and believes they are a woodland creature, typically a deer or badger. <laughs> Typical Monday night for me, am I right? <laughs> Having some fun. I'm a little deer. <laughs> the belief that you can play the tuba as well as someone who is classically trained, oh. even though you've never tried. Oh, wow. Okay. It describes the wonderful philosophy of live, life, love. <laughs> oh. Or the sudden urge to defecate when you enter a bookstore. Right. Oh, that's so specific. Yeah. Well, are you saying that because you're the one that wrote it? Are you trying to throw me off? Yes. Is this this what happens on this game? Oh, it's a real game of bluff and then sometimes double bluff. (laughs) Double bluff. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you need those options again? Yeah, I've got the first one. Yeah, the first one, yeah. We've got the feeling that a family member has been replaced with an imposter. A phenomenon in which a person suffers hallucinations and believes mm-hmm. they are a woodland creature, typically mm-hmm. a deer or badger. 
the belief that you can play the tuba as well as someone who is classically trained. I want it to be that one. You've never tried. Um, yeah, I and I feel like I one. have that. It doesn't yeah. look that hard. No. no. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, that one from Neighbours could do it. Yeah. And I'm not allowed to do impressions. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, we weren't doing impressions. We were having a go at the yeah. instrument. We're just oh. passing a tuba around. <laughs> Stop closing your eyes for long periods, Sam. <laughs> uh, so the fourth option was it describes wonderful philosophy of live, life, love, mm-hmm. or finally. The sudden urge to defecate when you enter a bookstore. So five very mm. believable and possible answers there. Who wants to ha- have the first crack here? Well, I, I think I'm going to go with option one. Option one, feeling that a family member has been replaced yeah. with an imposter. Yes, yeah. because, you know, I famously um, was an imposter in my family yeah. uh-huh. and have fooled them for years and years. So, yeah, I, I feel like I can well, remember your mum is listening today, oh, Sam. Oh, goodness, goodness, goodness. Um, that was Jessica's voice. That was me. <laughs> you I was got out of that one. an impression of Sam. <laughs> safely got out of it. She did the facial palsy and all that was quite offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I got away with that, actually. Uh, it is a podcast. Yeah, I was thinking it's it, it felt... Felt like one or five was yeah. the most, but five is so specific. Was but five maybe, defecating? Yeah, defecating yeah. in a bookstore specifically. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, you know, it is a specific yeah. phenomenon, yeah. the Mariko Aoki phenomenon. Woodland creatures. I don't think it's the tuba one just because of how it's written. Yep. <laughs> if it was written quite <laughs> poorly. Poorly written. Poorly. <laughs> I don't think it's poorly written. I didn't say that. I don't think it's live, laugh, love because um, I know Sam Peterson. Um, so I think I'm going to go number five. I'm going to go <laughs> defecating in a bookshop. I love that. Would you describe me as a live, laugh, love kind of guy? Yep. Okay. Well, Thank let's, you. Let's just see uh, how accurate you were there, Jess, believing that Sam wrote the live, laugh, love one. Mm-hmm. You were correct. That was Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Got me a beauty. I have to wake up pretty early today to catch Jessica Perkins out. <laughs> Uh, the poorly written tuba one was me, the house. <laughs> oh, the house. I never said poorly written. I thought it, but I never said that. And the, the difference between you and me is I've got unlimited time to write this. <laughs> <laughs> so when it's poorly written, that just really reflects badly on me. It's really on you, that one. Uh, the one that, geez, I, I'm very proud of myself. I didn't laugh through about mm. the deer or badger. That was Jess. Oh, that's good. That's Thank really you. good. Yeah, woodland creature. So I, Sam or Jess gets a point here. Oh, that's exciting. And has Jess already got a point for guessing mine? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to add a point for you. No, I think everyone, <laughs> Have some fun with everyone can get a, you know, okay. if that was the case, everyone gets points all the time. <laughs> Let's just do it. <laughs> you were, I'm just glad you didn't sign off. This one was by Sam. Yeah, <laughs> by Sam Peterson. I had to, I had to edit on the run there. <laughs> uh, so, Sam, you selected Everyone's Been Replaced with an Imposter. That was written by The House. <gasps> so Jess was correct. Oh. It is the sudden urge to That's defecate true. when you enter a bookstore. It's very specific. Congratulations. And yes. as a real bookworm, yeah. I would hate to have this. Which you are not. I love to Do read. Do you love to read? What's the latest book you read? Uh, a book. Some people say that if a bookstore causes you to do a defecation. Yes. The defecation can be called a bookworm in itself if it's long and narrow. But I wouldn't say that. But that's what some people can say. Can I say that? You can say I think that. It's quite sure. good. If you could edit your bit out and I'll do it. <laughs> sort of a quip. I'll do a quip Matt quip. Stewart, uh, classic, loves to talk poo. Yeah, no, I can't believe <laughs> You're a big poo guy these days. No, not at all. This is the second episode in a row that a question has related to it, though. <laughs> and I'm, I think we'll be taking a break from that. You've got a real brain yeah. going at We're the moment. move away from poop. <laughs> All right, so before we move on to round two, do you want a quick score update there? No, I'm good, actually. I think I'm really good with the score I've update at the moment. Just Sam's got, one. got none. Yeah, yeah, so I know that. You don't need to keep telling me. Oh, I'm sorry. Can't I'm do his Darth Vader yet. And the it's house. Hugh Grant. 
is also on one. Oh, I know what you're going to yeah, do. It's a bit of fun. <laughs> yeah, I hope I get a point now. <laughs> I remember the first time. So the first time Matt came on my podcast, you came on the first ever episode. Did I really? Yeah, you did. And uh, wow. I wasn't very good and still, you know, <laughs> quite not 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 that good yet. Who, who was the uh, uh, The, the actor Stephen Curry. Oh. And, yeah, I did it. And that I was the kept, first episode. Yeah. And I kept going like doing the confessions and on the podcast I read out different uh, Reddit confessions mm. and I did one and then I was like, and let's play the next game. And you just went, game? It's just <laughs> a big game. And I was like, you're so right. It's so <laughs> I could I for some reason in my head thought it was a game show all of a sudden. What? It was a quiz show or something. <laughs> and the next game. It's the same as the game we just played. <laughs> it's exactly what? the same. Uh, this is a little bit delayed. I apologise No, it that. was very funny. It was very funny. It was just so like me trying to make it a quiz show. you got to call him out on his bullshit. You actually do. It's so wild. I forget that I was uh, with the castle's own Stephen Curry. He's he's in Thor, Love and Thunder. He's absolutely. Yeah. With Seren Jayamana, the previous guest of this show. Is Seren in that? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Who does Seren? Of course he is. Of course. I'm so sorry. He's a part of the. uh, He plays a stagehand. Yeah. um, (laughs) You know, the play bit, they do flashbacks. Have you seen it? Okay, then don't worry about it. Yeah, don't right. I wouldn't worry about just it. Just look out I for it. I played along you... like I had. Yeah, but so then just I... watch it. All right. How about that? Watch it. You're like, who's he play? And it's like, oh, he's Thor. So it's clear you haven't seen it because you wouldn't be asking such a stupid question. I don't need to do this right now. <laughs> All right, here's question number two. Uh, <laughs> the next that, game. Man. Oh, yeah, the next game. Let's Which play another same, game. It's the same as the last one. I love one. these games. We've got a big board, board game out right now. We're playing another game. <laughs> Thrilling. Uh, so this one comes from David Malofsky from London. And a place to hang your cape. He's a he's a big. That's his website. He's a big. Oh, okay. um, I thought you just meant London, which is a place to hang your. cape. I think that's true too. It is actually true. Uh, but he he runs like it's a website for comic book stuff. Oh so wow! Appropriately, his question is a comic book related question. Okay. Herbie Popnecker was a comic book character in the 1960s who gained superpowers from eating a specific type of food. What is the food? And what superpowers does it grant him? What uh, decade was this? 1960s. In the 60s. What's a big food in the 60s? Nandos, I believe. Food. Herbie. Popnecker. Popnecker. <laughs> yes. That's good stuff. And while you're writing your answers, I'm going to tell the audience uh, a little bit more information about the Mariko Aoki phenomenon. And this comes from Men's Health Magazine. At some point in the mid-1980s, the story goes, a Japanese woman named Mariko Aoki wrote a letter to a magazine confessing that she sometimes urgently felt the need to poop whenever she entered a bookstore. Aoki, as it turned out, wasn't alone. In the weeks that followed, many other people wrote in explaining that they too felt the same urge in bookstores and libraries. And while the Mariko Aoki phenomenon hasn't been medically or scientifically proven, some doctors do say they have anecdotal evidence to support the connection between these quiet spaces and their ability to move your bowels. <laughs> Beautifully written there. That is nice. By Lovely. Men's Health Magazine. Can I just check before I hit send on this one that we are essentially just sending you a type of food? A type of food and the powers okay, that gives great. you. Question is... Herbie Popnecker was a comic book character in the 1960s who gained superpowers from eating a specific type of food. What is the food and what superpowers does it grant him? I've just locked mine in. Okay. I've locked it in. Okay. We've got the same case, Jess and I. That's fun. Do we? Nah, it's different. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly turned mine around. This is a game of bluff and yeah. double bluff. <laughs> I think I won and Jess that just round. Stumbled right into a trap. <laughs> Getting very close to doing my Hugh Grant impression. 
It's going to be very good. Can you do any impressions? Yeah, you name one, I can do anything. Uh, uh, well, the tuba, which you were playing before, yeah. I thought was an impression because I didn't see oh. the tuba because of below the desk. Uh, okay, can you do Kermit the Frag? Uh, <clears throat> very famous character, Kermit the Frag. Hello, I am Kermit the Frag. That was really good. <laughs> That's very good. How about Elmo? <laughs> I am Elmo. <laughs> that's very good as well. That is very good. I dips my hat off to you, yeah. sir. That's very good. That's actually incredible. Yeah. Who's this? Who's this? Who's this? No, oh, you no. haven't got a point. No point, no impression. I was going to do an Elmo one, though. Well, you can't. All right. So I just can't do any impressions until. What, have you so many rules Have you won a podcast. point? No, I have not. Can we get a, can we get a uh, score update? Okay, quick score update. Guess <laughs> uh, is on one check. point. Yep. House is on one point. That's interesting. What am I Sam, on? if that's... Yep, that's how you say it. That's how you say it. Zero points. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. All right. Pretty close. But we're up to question two. Another chance for points. The question was Herbie Popnecker, comic book character from the 60s. What is the food he ate and what superpowers does it grant him? (laughs) Here are your five options. Okay. Corn chowder (laughs) gave him the power of flight. (laughs) Lollipops gave him super strength and time travel. Oh, oh, wow. Lollipops gave him all that. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, Herbie was, this is option three, Herbie was known for feeding his pet an abundance of spinach, vomiting it up, then eating it again. This gave him the powers to run, jump and kick all manner of ass. You were typing for so long. That's not the end of it, is it? But not love. (laughs) Could never love. Okay. (laughs) Never gave him the power to love. Nothing ever can, really, if you don't have it. Yeah. Can That's like love. a standard genie rule as well. They can never yeah. give you love, can they? No, you can never give you love. I but I know can... that comic book so well. The comic book. I know yeah. that comic book so well that I knew that off by I think yeah. I would like to um, instill a rule in this game yep. of I get a point if I could guess which one was Sam. <laughs> I don't answer. think that's fair, though, because that wasn't me, though. We haven't heard all of them. Matt, <laughs> <laughs> quick, go. <laughs> Make time, kid. Option four. <laughs> Unsend. <laughs> Uh, kiwi fruit, which turned him into a werewolf creature, but only if he eats the skin. And finally, spam gives him the ability to become a spicy ham man, spicing it up <laughs> ham style. That's got to be you. Okay, so you got five options there. Do you need him again? Uh, sure, yeah, yeah, sure. So you got corn chowder and mm-hmm. the power of flight, lollipops, super strength and time travel, uh, vomited up spinach. <laughs> The powers to run, but jump. not love, yep. I don't, I don't need to read, read all that Read the one. whole thing. Run, I need to hear all of it. Run, jump and kick. I love that his superpowers are things that a lot of people can do. <laughs> but not run, jump and kick. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah that is true. that's not guaranteed. So is it, is it also running ass? Is yes, it like it's running run? ass. It's oh. kicking ass. Okay, yeah, okay. It's kissing ass. <laughs> all right. Jumping ass. But not loving ass. ass. You can never love uh, ass. Then you had kiwi Probably. fruit uh, or the skin of the kiwi fruit. Uh, and the powers of becoming a werewolf creature mm. or spam, giving him the ability to become spicy ham. <laughs> okay, so you got five fantastic options there. Who went first last time? I did. Okay, Shane let's did. suggest you, you've got first dibs here. I'm thinking like because it's the 60s. No, it's not. It's 2020. I'm having some fun. 2022, <laughs> it's just like it was. Oh, in this question, Sam. Sorry, it's actually, it's actually oh, my sorry. go to yep. answer is the thing, though. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sorry. <laughs> just want to clarify um, for anybody listening that Sam and I are good friends. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, just imagining people have no idea and they're like, God, these two just cannot <laughs> get along. They're at each other's <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Jinx. <laughs> that was fun. That was, fun. That was fun. We're very that good friends. Really we're good. having a bit of fun. So yeah, okay. where where are you thinking? Uh, here? So I'm thinking like because I don't I don't really know what corn chowder is, yeah. but it feels like something. I believe old. it's. I think it's a. It I like, think it's a soup. It's sort like of thing, almost, maybe? yeah, it's like a thick. Corn soup. I only know it from The Simpsons, where Mayor Quimby's brother or something says, "Yeah, chowder, yeah, chowder, chowder. It's, it's chowder. chowder. Say it right, Frenchie." Um. So yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to do a bit of a Matt Stewart and like mm. actually figure things out rather than just going with my gut. Mm. Um. And then I also thought maybe spam because I thought if it's a comic, it might be like um. Yeah. Uh, aimed at kids trying to get them to eat stuff, but then I, but then I don't think they're trying to get them to eat something. I think they would be marketing it something that children would eat. Yeah. So I imagine I, as well that is in this world, uh, spam is ham. like a health a healthy food. Exactly. To yeah. Kids to eat. And if it wasn't <laughs> you, spicy if, ham man or something, I'd be like maybe that. But. If, if you're thinking uh, it's a food that you want kids to have, then I think you should look at the spinach option. True. That's true. Spinach filled fed with iron. Fed to the pet, I believe, was it? Yes. And then Bizarre. the pet vomits it. Yep. And then. Eats it again. Eats it again. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go with lollipop. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's interesting. I'm going to I'm gonna lock in Spam. Spam. Okay, you or think spicy, spicy Ham I Man. I think so. I think Spicy Ham Man. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm going to need a score update real quick because <laughs> I feel like doing my impression too sweet. <laughs> And Sam, can I just double check? You are trying to win this game. Trying to win this game. <laughs> okay, that is fantastic. correct. That is, let's lock that in as well. Okay. Just want to double check. You can also do this. You can do the same. You, you can, can lock in the same you can answer. Can lock in the same answer. Can I lock in? No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Super keep. Spam? I'm gonna get, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can you, certainly both go for the same. If you think it's fun, I'm gonna. If you wanted to get a point at any the, stage, the, or, the lollipop one was correct. You could go for that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go chowder instead. I'm gonna. I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna chowder. I'm gonna lock in chowder. And then I'm gonna need a point update real quick. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> All right. Well, you dodged a bullet there because spam man. That was the house. You don't oh, say. That was the house. I find spam so funny. Spam is good. Always yeah. have, yeah. always will. Comes yeah. I had to look up what it, it meant. I'm like, what is spam a portmanteau of? I didn't know it was spiced ham. Oh. I just. I actually didn't know Beautiful meat. It's a real delicacy. I love the from. idea of a spicy ham man. <laughs> I do too. I could just see him. Kicking ass. Yeah. Kicking ass. Jumping running, ass. Yeah. Running. Running ass. Probably running ass. But probably them. not finding love. No, you're never, never finding love. It's hard. It's hard. hard. These days. Who can? <laughs> who, who actually can? Is there, is there any left out there? <laughs> oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> Praying every night. Uh, kiwi fruit and the werewolf creature. That was also the house. The house. Oh. So that means the house are out now. No points for the house this round. And what was the one? The spinach. The spinach one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was Sam Peterson. I don't know if you're asking like you've forgotten you wrote <laughs> that one. I can't remember that one. That was a lovely you one. You just blacked out. Yeah, blacked out. Once again, out. that means that one of you two has selected the correct answer. Okay. And it wasn't Sam because corn chowder was Jess's answer and Jess correct, correctly guessed it. It was lollipops. So that means two points for Jess Perkins here. Shouldn't have changed to chowder. That is a killer round. That's an amazing round. Can we get a, are we going to get a score update soon? Uh, if you need it. Yeah, I need it. I mean, I what I'm basically on. it's what it was before, but <laughs> Jess has got two more points. And what am I working with? You're still on zero. All right. House is on one. Mm-hmm. Jess has rocketed up. Quick game's a good game. <laughs> To first place, <laughs> yep. outright on three points. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's anybody's okay. game. It is anybody's game. game. How many questions? Seven questions. All right. And so we've done how many? Three? We've done two. Two of we've them. Done two. So oh, that means we've feels got. Feels like an eternity. So it's still <laughs> ten. Not nice. You could still win ten points. Yeah. Sam, and win this game. This is incredible. By quite a margin. How are ten points? What's the, the last round? Is it quite a few, is it? Well, no, it's five more rounds, two points each. No. Two times five. Let me just add this ten. up. <laughs> 
Well, I've so already done it for you. Don't minus need to. three. No, no, I've already done it. Minus three. I've, three okay. Actually. I've told you the answer. Okay. It's ten. Can we take a break? <laughs> Getting real stressed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's question number three. This one comes from Steve Kayser. I know it's pronounced Kayser because he wrote rhymes with laser. Unless oh. laser is, is pronounced differently. Kais, it's laser. Laser. Go see the laser show. <laughs> and Steve is from Sydney, Ohio, which he calls God's country slash shithole. And that's, that's a real. like our Sydney. <laughs> no, a beautiful place. That's, beautiful a, that's place. a real yin and yang sort of. Isn't it? How you think about your own town. Isn't that? Yeah, but that's us. That's humans. Yeah, isn't that's it? right. Oh, couldn't have said it better. The myself. dichotomy of. Of self. Oh my of God. Self. So Is that true. anything? Yeah. Obviously, we live in one of the most beautiful cities in the entire world, probably number one. Brisbane. Love it. But then I sometimes I think, God, this is a piece of shit. Mm. Yeah. And you're allowed to feel that. Exactly. You're allowed to feel that. You're allowed to feel you're the dichotomy feel of human. Dichotomy of love. Mm. Uh, so question number three is what is the ape index? What is the ape index? So while you're writing your answers, I'll let the audience know a little bit more about Herbie Popnecker. And this comes from a website I found called wikipedia.org. Herbie Popnecker is a fictional comic book character who first appeared in Forbidden Worlds issue 73 in December of 1958. He was created by Richard E. Hughes and Ogden Whitney. Herbie is practically always shown with a lollipop and lollipops are the main subjects of several stories. Herbie can bop adversaries with his lollipops, immediately defeating him. And it and bops in inverted commas there. That's what he calls it. Uh, Herbie intimidates his adversaries by asking them rhetorically, "Quote: You want I should bop you with this here lollipop?" Which almost always results in them backing down. You want? That's how it was written. You want I should hit you? I believe I thought it was a typo, but then somewhere else it said he often drops words okay. out of sentences. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like this character, which is a beautiful Love character that. trait, yeah. isn't it? It's fun. It's easy to follow. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It makes sense. Uh, he derives some of his powers from genetics and some from magical lollipops he obtains from a salesman from a mysterious realm called the unknown. Herbie can carry on detailed conversations with animals and sometimes even inanimate objects who all know him by name. Quickly reach any location, including other galaxies, by walking through the sky. He can become invisible, cast spells, summon spirits from other dimensions, quickly dispatch all enemies with ease and travel through time. Herbie is nearly omnipotent. Omnipotent? Omnipotent. 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 And more powerful than Satan. Oh. Okay, your answers are in by the Fun looks character. of it. Okay. Yeah, imagine being like, he's just a lollipop kid. Yeah. But he's also more powerful than Satan. That's incredible. So it wasn't the spinach one, it was the lollipop one. We have confirmed that. That has been confirmed. Has been confirmed. You didn't just stumble upon uh, the correct answer, no. <laughs> It's interesting because sometimes yeah. you can is do Is it that. interesting? It is interesting. I'm actually. not sure that it is actually. Well, it, to me it was. This, this is, is Matt's that, podcast. Truth. This is Matt's Sorry podcast. Because, Sam, if that happened, or, there would have been two options that were basically the same. But remember there was only one, the one that you wrote. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Which right, was so, ridiculous and, and quite frankly, a piss take of Matt's fantastic podcast. Yeah. You're borderline taking the piss here, <laughs> Opinions. They're not, they're not and there's most no, it's not opinions. Opi- opinions. It's facts. It's opinions. <laughs> so question number three <laughs> is what is the ape index? Here are your five options. Okay. A list of all the names of known primates in captivity. Oh. A large book that aids the ape to find its local haunts, stomping ground, <laughs> and groovy dancing spots. <laughs> that one seems pretty good. Oh, that one seems pretty good. Are we playing golf rules? 
<laughs> By the way, I forgot to check. Are we doing golf golf rule? <laughs> Lower uh, score wins. We're doing golf rule. That one seems pretty good. <laughs> we're doing standard oh, sort of. Oh, Jess, we might both choose that one. <laughs> All right, no. More football rules or okay, yeah, higher basketball score. Yeah, cool. Rules just or, checking, just yeah. checking. Uh, just in case I was missing something, but um, I'm not. <laughs> so that's all good. That's option number two. Option number three, a measurement of primate sizes. Option four, the ratio of an individual's arm span relative to their height. God, they all sound pretty Why would good. that be the ape index? <laughs> I don't know. Or stands for American Pie Erection Index, measuring how many boners <laughs> someone gets while watching the classic teen comedy. Oh, God, I can count it. How many? What 55. You, 55 on the Ape Index. On the Ape Index, isn't it? Wow. Bloody yep. hell. Yep. Uh, Come over one night for a movie. Oh, guys, lots of fun. I, well, I don't think I want okay. to. <laughs> Interesting. Each of their own. That's fun. But, yeah, maybe a different film if we could watch something else. Well, they all, all happen to be a different uh, film. I'll quickly give you the... Schindler's List. <laughs> I'll give you the options again. A list of all the names of... All known primates in captivity. I just don't see how that would be a useful thing. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, I'll let you read them no, first. That's a good point. Uh, a large book that aids the ape to find its local haunts, stomping ground, and groovy dancing spots. Yeah, actually, that one, <laughs> that one does sound Upon good. hearing that one again, that yeah, does make a bit more sense. It doesn't sound so ridiculous when you hear it again. It is fun that uh, the, mid, the stomping ground is singular, whereas mm. local haunts and dancing spots are plural. Uh, stomping ground. Running out of time. Uh, a measurement of primate sizes. Boring, but yeah, it's probably it sounds legit. Yeah, like the other one before. Uh, the ratio of an individual's arm span relative to their, to their height. I don't. Yeah, okay. Or American Pie erection index. Arm span relative to your height. You are the height of your arm span. Right. It's the same. And that's, so the, ape, that's the ape index. I, well, why would we call the ape index? And what? what what's like, the, what's the ratio? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you lie against a wall like this, and measure it, and then go go feet. Yeah, same. Have a nap, wake up, measure again. <laughs> I don't think a nap's involved. Yeah, it's a nap involved. There's have a quick nap. You don't know back. anything, Matt. <laughs> That's why you don't well, do I guess the, the answers have to be kept pretty short, but if there was yeah. another paragraph there, probably would have mentioned the nap. <laughs> All right, Am I so wrong? We did that in year seven. I think that means we go back to, oh, yeah, back to you, Sam. You, cho- you choose first. First crack here. Number two does sound really good and believable. But okay, I'm that's, that the, one that's the one about groovy dancing. That's the one about groovy dancing. Well, you can both go for the same. Well, so I'm you gonna, don't have to yeah, leave Jess, it for I'm, I'm going to go with number three. A measurement a of measurement. primate sizes. Mm. Okay. Oh, okay, like like a little baby chimp or something. Yeah. Would be obviously smaller than like a full-grown yep. gorilla. Which would be oh, six okay. foot. And that is, a, that's of course... A measurement of primate sizes. And what do you want to go for, Jess? I guess then I would be going for, ah, fuck. What was the second one again? Second one was a large (laughs) book that aids the the ape. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) The ape is reading it, I assume. (laughs) I guess in this case it's one ape or maybe this is just sort of like a. Just a a tour guide. Saying the ape, but you're meaning all apes. All apes. uh, To find its local haunt, stomping ground and groovy dancing spots. Yeah. Okay. That was the second one. So it's either going to be then a list of all apes' names or something. Mm. Shut up. Yep. Which sounds boring. In captivity. It sounds a bit. I don't know what purpose that serves. Mm. Or it's the um, height ratio. So you're thing. ruling out the erection index. I am. Okay. I'm going to go with number one. Why would okay. it be a book of them? Yeah. Go on. It's all of them in captivity. Sounds, yeah. 
all of them. All right. Well, no, that one's not the book. With. The book one yeah, was, was the book one was the one that aids the ape. Yeah, that's right. You want to do that one? I don't want to do that one. <laughs> Is that the one you want? The book one? No, the I don't want to do the book one. Let's lock that in. Let's lock that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jess, if you don't want to, if you do want to lock it in, okay. No, I don't. No? I and don't you're want free to. to. <laughs> I don't. And I, okay. I don't want to. But you can. I know. All right. Well, let's go Stop through shouting. the answers here. The American Pie Erection Index that was written by the House. Oh, that was the House. I was so stoked with that. How that all came together. Really good. The house that came together. It was a beautiful moment. Did you high five yourself? Yeah. Yeah, you should have. Is that how you do it? You look at one hand. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you can sort of pretend the other hands come from someone else. You'll stick your tongue out. Concentrate. (laughs) Uh, Then we had a large book that aids the ape. Uh, that was written by Sam. Oh, okay. No one went for that one. You're that one. very good at this. Thank you. <laughs> we'll need a score update after this. Uh, then we had a list of the names of all known primates in captivity. That was The House. That was written by Steve Kayser. And it, you know. Like a laser. Like a Steve, laser. you're right. That was a good one. The laser got you. for it, but it's dumb. It's not that dumb. But so then it's the. Okay. Uh, I think I'm really getting the hang of this podcast. A measurement of primate sizes. Mm. Sam guessed that one. That was Jess. So the correct (gasps) one was actually the ratio of an individual's arm span relative to their height. I don't understand what that means. I guess it's because, like, you know, orangutans and stuff have longer arms. Oh, right. And the the ratio – so – I'll explain this a bit, in, you know what? A bit when you're writing the next one. But one, if you've got a, an ape index of one, that means your span is the same. Yes. If it's more than that, then your arms are longer. How was it? Oh, ha, okay. Right, okay. Why, can you read it again how it was the written? The second one or the first one? Not the, the second one. The ratio of an individual's arm of an span. Of individual's. Arm span relative to their height. Whole time I'm just thinking humans. That's how close-minded I am. Oh, you weren't thinking. Check your privilege at the yeah, You weren't thinking, thinking about the ape spans. Apes have got longer arms. I'm thinking Way humans. Longer. No, but you're. You are right. It is normally it's used mainly for humans, but um, I'll explain that a little bit further because they say if some people do have a longer span than their height, right? And they've got an, an advantage in things like rock climbing and swimming Punching. and stuff. So you'll yeah. find like people at the high end of certain sports will have a they'll have an ape ratio, an yeah. ape index of more wow. than one. Yeah, it might be yeah. one point one or something like that. I just I just googled it. And the average person is one, so it's the same, mm-hmm. which is what I thought. But yeah, like, um, uh, it was. It's talking about somebody who has an ape index of one point zero six, and it's a picture of a man rock climbing. So yeah, you're absolutely wow. right. So that means that's wild. You know that because I love a, I love a swim, and no, when I see oh, actually, a, to- we, we a don't tall have person next to me, I'm always like, you got a way more of an advantage. If I see a fifty meter person, yeah, tall, you're going to be way faster than me. Yeah, yeah, they just sort of start and they're already touching the <laughs> they're wall. Already touching the wall. They're it's really off. not very challenging. No. It's not challenging at it's all. It's not a good workout. <laughs> they just got to do little twirls. Little twirls. Jeez, the water displacement would be huge as well. <laughs> Would be, be a nightmare. Yeah. Oh, God, my nightmare. Uh, quick uh, score check. Oh, yeah, great. Sam on zero. Okay. The house on two. Okay. Scoring a point there. And Jess maintaining that lead on four points. That's awesome. Four points. Yeah. This is going really well for you. Thank H- you. Here is question number four. It comes from Rachel Ball from London. <clears throat> Rachel asks the question, which of these is a real type of mushroom? So basically you've just got to give me a fake mushroom name. You give me a fake mushroom. <laughs> I'll read out the list. Yep. You've got to guess what the real mushroom is. <laughs> I love it. It's a, always a good sign when one of the contestants is laughing at their own idea right off the bat. Just it's often me, to be honest. Mm. Um, because, you know, 
people say you're your own worst critic. Is that right? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> you're a big fan. You're a big I'm fan of what you do. biggest fan. You're a big fan of what you do. Like I you wake be. up, I look myself in the mirror, I say, fuck, you're funny. You got this. You, you got are this. so good. Yeah. Okay. And you are. And then I roll around laughing. You ruffle. A ruffle. Oh, she's always ruffling. A lameo. Oh. I put my ass back on. Oh, my God. You, you have to simply. You got, you what am I going to sit on? Your pants. Do, do you want to hear a little bit? You've both already got your answers. But nah, I, let's just move on. Just move no, on. No, I'm kidding. I'm I mean, kidding, it's basically it's what, what you said, now. though. Um, so it's also not the ape index, also known as the ape factor or gorilla index. Huh. It's slang uh, used to describe a measure of the ratio of an individual's arm span relative to their height. A typical ratio is one, as identified by the Roman writer, architect and engineer Vitruvius prior to 15 BC. He noted that a well-made man has an arm span equal to his height. And this was exemplified in Leonardo da Vinci's drawing, The Vitruvian Man. But when you put your arms out, it doesn't look that big, does it? It doesn't. It no. always looks deceiving, like, doesn't uh, it? But I'm really tall. You are really so, tall. So, like, I look out at my arms and I'm like... Average height person. But then your arms but then are going I, to the door. But then I stand up yeah. and I tower over people yeah. and I go, I'm very tall. You yeah. do tower over people crazy, when you walk into a room. You're, well, Jess is, for listeners who don't know, Jess was the 50-metre person that Sam was referring right. to earlier. I, I was am, having a little dig. I am not <laughs> a good swimmer. You're a terrible, terrible swimmer. Hog up the whole lane. <laughs> Yet you own all the world records. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's not That's fair. A little ironic that you don't even know how to swim. Yeah. But you are a world record to, that's swimmer. That's why I have to do backstroke, otherwise my head is under the water and I drown. <laughs> I've had to be saved so many times. And it takes eight lifeguards to flip me over. It's basically a puddle to you. Yeah. But you can drown in a puddle. You can. Based on tax that's why you gotta, money, IMHO. That's why you got to put, you got to put um, fences on pools. Yes. <laughs> simply must. And, puddles. and puddles. And I will say that as well. That's a, that's a PSA. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So here is question number four. Okay. Which of these is a real type of mushroom? <laughs> she's laughing. She's cracking up. So I can she got a good one. Occasionally you get a question where none of them sound believable. Yeah. yeah. I think this might be one it's of those. It's often a bird or a fish yeah. or a food. So yeah, it's it's this is going to be here are, silly. here are your five options. One okay. of these is a real type of mushroom. You've got to guess which one mm. it is. Fungalicious, <laughs> Fungi Richie, Gary, <laughs> Trouser Trumpet, or Hairy Nuts Disco. Fung- one of those is real. One of those is real. Fungalicious, Fungi Richie, Gary, Trouser Trumpet, or Hairy Nuts Disco. I'm looking in Fun Guy Richie. <laughs> it's probably Fungalicious, but I love Guy Richie. Fun Guy Richie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, was the, what was the last one? Uh, Harry Nuts Disco. Yeah, I'm going to look that one in. <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> good, quick, decisive round. Yeah, this yeah. has been a very, I love it. All right, that let's. game's a good game, like you said before. Let's go. Thing. You said that. Oh, I just thought it was a good point, but <laughs> sure. Was that me? Yeah. All right, now. <laughs> let's go through the answers. Trouser Trumpet, that was written by The House. Oh, that was The House. Fungalicious, that was written by Sam. I I felt it. Yeah. 
It felt right. Gary, felt that was written by Jess. <laughs> that's like why that. I laughed. That's fun. Oh, you like that one the most. funny. That is fun. Funny is funny. Meaning that once again, <gasps> one of you is correct. Oh, my God. Come on, let it be Fun Guy Richie. Fun Guy Richie was written by The House. Damn meaning it. Harry Nuts <gasps> Disco is correct. He got a point. We're going to check the scores in a second. <laughs> check the scores. Check, check the, the scores. scores. Check the scores. Check the scores. Check the scores. Okay, the scores have tightened up a little. Ooh. After round number four, Sam on one point. One point. House on three points <gasps> and still out in front, Jess on four points. Ooh, it's close. It feels close. Can you say hello, Hugh Grant? Hello, Hugh well, Grant. Well, yeah, we should say one Sorry. point. Matt, you you Matt, now get Matt. to do – well, no, we – yeah. I, I did it. Like I'd already done already my line. done that. But, okay. yeah, okay, set, you can set you it can up set for it context. up and then we'll do it boring again. Go on. Explain. Right. This is so Well, no, people probably were already listening, I guess. No one's just tuning in. No one's tuning in halfway through a podcast. It'd be so halfway. I didn't hear the start of it. They probably understand the context. So, yeah, you're right. You can just jump Okay, here we go. Oh, hello, Hugh Grant. Oh, that was, yeah. That. That was so good. Pretty good. I felt like he was in the room. It felt like if I do, if I get another one, mm. can I do my other impression? No. That's what I'm asking right now. Okay, but we already said when you get a point, you get to do an impression. Yeah. So I don't know why you're asking again. If yes. I get an- Oh, thank you. You can do it again. Okay. No, I'm going to do a different one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. That's fine. Matt, is that okay? That's okay. Looking at Matt because he's the one who's podcasting. Here- okay, well, you wouldn't know based on- Well, yeah. Has somebody's taken well. over? <laughs> Here is question number five. <laughs> and this one comes from Harry Worrell of Telford in the UK. Harry Worrell. Harry Worrell from Telford. Is that you allowed to do that? We'll be talking a bit to, on okay. Do Go On, our other podcast, uh, an award-winning podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> about how British people sound and it's all obbly it, jobblies. Is it exactly like that? Oh, well, it's yes. obbly jobblies. <laughs> it depends Harry on the region, but that, that's the Telford Can I try it? Accent. What's his surname again? Worrell. Harry Worrell, Harry Worrell, you come back here. You've left your obly jobblies in the doorway. You know, it's easy to catch on. It's it easy. is easy, it's isn't good. it? I like it. Fun game. Beautiful language. So, Harry Harry Worrell has written this question in 1535. <laughs> what controversial law is King Henry VIII of England said to have introduced in 1535? What controversial law is King Henry VIII said to have introduced? I put the of England there in case anyone was like King Henry VIII of what? Is he some sort of a breakfast cereal mascot or what? I don't understand. We actually don't know. But no, this was you taking king. callers. He was the king of England at the time, right? Reportedly, I mean, were any of us actually there? Uh, while you're writing your answers, here's a bit more information about the hairy nuts disco mushroom. According to FirstNature.com, the hairy nuts disco is initially bright orange. As it grows, it becomes cup shaped and eventually flattens out, and its upper surface turns a reddish brown. This fungus is most often found on rotting cases of sweet chestnuts, but it can also occur on the cupules of various kinds of acorns, most notably of turkey oak. The common name refers to the spiny or hairy outer surfaces of the nut husks upon which the species is found. So it's yeah, it gets its name from growing on hairy-looking nuts. Disgusting. I don't know where the disco part comes from, though. How did you come to the correct answer there, by the way? Pretty ugly. Well, because it... I don't know. It was I just was a just, feeling? Just a feeling I had. And I haven't gone with my feelings so far. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe What have you gone meant, with? Gone with love. Yes. Always lead with my nose with love. That always comes first. Oh. So it let me down Sorry. so many times before. Sorry, I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You've just got roasted. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Here is question number five. Are you ready? 
Hell yeah. In 1535, what controversial law is King Henry VIII said to have introduced? He introduced a tax on beards, (laughs) no post on Sundays, (laughs) the law that you could not have sex with his wife or him unless you first kissed his rump, one drumstick... You sort of you're with, you. You look like you were listening for a bit, and then at the end, you just turned to Sam, shaking your head, which seems. I mean, I maybe know. I'm wise. He I just was scored just, a point in that last round. I know, and I was. I'm trying to help him win, so I was just saying, like, don't pick that one because oh. that one was obviously fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whoever wrote it. Whoever wrote it's yeah. an right. idiot. Okay. The fourth option: one drumstick from every household Sunday roast had to be donated to the royal family. Well, the ice cream wasn't even invented. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. Freezers didn't exist. Or finally, getting sick of being upstaged by big, beautiful horses during public outings, he made wearing bright colours illegal for livestock and humans alike, unless you were the king. This meant when he was out on the town, he always stood out and felt special. Okay, so you got five options there. It's either the kissing of the rump one mm-hmm. or the final one. Yeah. Okay. And I really I really feel strongly about the final one. Okay. I feel good about it. Because <laughs> yep. the other ones were very short. Yeah, yes. that's right. They got longer as they, they went along, didn't they? they went along, which I like. I like longer ones. Do you, do you need them again, Jess, or are you, you ready to lock something in? Uh, oh, just very quickly, you had the tax on beards, yes. no post on Sundays, kissing his rump, uh, donating a drumstick, or horses and people couldn't wear it. Colors. Why does tax on beards ring a bell for some reason? It's probably not that. I'm I'm gonna also say bright colours. Nah, I'm gonna say tax on beards. Tax on beards. Tax on Jess. beards. Fantastic. I love that. I love seeing where your mind how your mind works. Mm, I'm not gonna tell you. Sam, what are you thinking? Place. I'm thinking I uh, think the long one at the end. Long one at the end about the horses. About the horses. That's okay. fun. Uh, and we all know that King Henry VIII was all about fun. All about fun. Fun guy. Like the mushroom. Thank you, yes. Yes, thank all you. All right. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Put my headphones down. No, no. No, no. Here are the answers. The one drumstick from every household one, that was written by the house. The house. Uh, no posts on Sundays. That was written by Jess. Was that, that no, like, mail? No posts like that? Yeah, it's from Harry Potter. Oh, oh Okay. Love that. Thank you. And a lot of that was based on the life of King Henry. That's right. That's what people don't know. Also British. That's right. And I think because I was going, are we? And it made me think of Harry (laughs) Potter. and Uh, The one about not being able to have sex with him or his wife unless you first kissed his rump. That was the correct one. No, it wasn't. That was Sam's. That was Sam's. <laughs> I was surprised then. <laughs> I got pretty good just then. Uh, so once again, one of you has picked the correct answer. This feels good. Uh, but it wasn't Sam. It was Jess. Oh. He introduced a tax on beards. Wow. The one about <laughs> the one about livestock not being able to wear bright colours was written by the house. Oh, I, the house. I tried, I try and have one of the house ones being believable and one being so ridiculous that it's unlikely anyone would pick it. But I found that people keep picking some of them. <laughs> I love it. I, th- I wanted that, that one, to be real. That one, Matt, just for a bit of feedback, was well written. Oh, okay, that it was, was very well written. That sounds like that could have been copy and pasted oh. from like wikipedia.org. I see. Or oh, none of them are or cut, other websites. None of them cut and pasted. They're all putting putting into words. That's beautiful. Putting into words. Me. I, so it you put them into tax, words. It was, yeah, there were. some beards. That was, no. well, it's. There's some doubt if it was that was a true thing or not, but that is what they say. Wow. Uh, so we've only got two questions left. Oh. Uh, but that means one point there went to the house, one point went to Jess. 
Uh, do you want another score yeah, update? Yeah, I'd love a score update. That would be amazing. See if I can do my other impression. Still, still very tight. Sam on one point. Uh-huh. No That's extra it. points there for Sam. The house on four points and Jess on five points out in front. This is huge for you. I actually win quite often. Really? You've yeah. been on it once before? Huh? Been on this once before? Yeah. Win quite often. Well, I did, did win you win that the time. last time? Oh, oh Mate, I'll bet you, you can know, tell me. Could have all basically won. Pretty Matt and I play justice. this game every night. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't every have, night before bed. Doesn't have to be a podcast. Always the same question. <laughs> and actually, good. really, Matt isn't really playing. I'm just sending him nonsense mm. every night. I think and he's I, blocked I, me. I award points. Yeah. <laughs> it says five uh, okay, points. Jess, yeah, two points for that one. No, no. He sure is harsh with himself and as well. I always win. <laughs> crush it, crush it, crush it. All right, question number six comes from Jim Bates from Sackett's Harbour in New York. And the question is, what was the nickname of Yankees catcher Bill Dickey? I love these nickname ones. So I've got I've uh, for the – Patrons who suggest topics, mm. they've got. I've written up about twenty different categories they can use. One of them's nicknames. Right. One of them's a date in history. You know, one of them's about mushrooms. <laughs> That's not true, but could be. <laughs> could be. Uh, one's a, like a word definition, that, that sort of thing. But yeah, I love the nickname of one. So you've got to give. You got to give. Well, you got to give him a nickname. What was the nickname of Yankees catcher Bill Dickey? And while you're writing those answers, here's some more information on King Henry VIII's beard tax. According to historicuk.com. There's a bit of a mystery about the beard tax imposed by Henry VIII, and it's not just the mystery of why the heck anyone would want to put a tax on facial hair. After all, there have been many instances of odd taxes. Over the century, there have, for example, been taxes on windows, wallpaper, salt, and in ancient Rome, urine. At certain points in history, it's been impossible to light yourself to bed with a candle in the house you built of bricks without paying a tax or two. That's specific. The real mystery of Henry's beard tax, though, is whether it actually existed. Henry VIII has always been a rich source of material for urban legends. The evidence for it is scant, but the idea of it is so appealing that it regularly turns up on various internet sites. The fact that he's still the source of urban legends in the 21st century would doubtless have pleased Henry's ego. Doubtless. Doubtless. Uh, no doubt in my mind. No, no, my no doubt. However, the National Archives claims no knowledge of such attacks, so it is... Uh, not necessarily. I heard that as such a tax. <laughs> like, oh. yeah. like, a ta- like an attack. That's right. Nice. What? No. What is uh, your name? <laughs> <laughs> what is your name? I don't know where I am. Give what me your, your badge name? number. <laughs> I'll write you up. <laughs> Let's get to this one. I'm excited. Hmm. I love nicknames. I'm excited to see what you wrote because I feel it would be something real fun. Do you think it'll so? Like, it'll be like a, a curveball. We won't really know the Oh, that's term, a bit Matt. of a baseball term, Thank yeah. You. And, it, yeah, you won't know what, what one it is really because okay. you're, you're not going to go with something silly. Because I'm, I'm, I'm an accomplished writer. You're an accomplished writer, broadcaster. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here Beautiful are your girl. options. Here we go. For the question, what was the nickname of Yankees catcher Bill Dickey? Yeah. The Sticky Bandit. The Man Nobody Knows. The Wicked Witch. Slippery Dicky or Big Hard Cock? <laughs> All right, is that one? <laughs> Matt, do you feel insulted that, like, you're trying to facilitate a fun game? It is a fun game. We're all having fun. <laughs> yeah, and somebody no, it, comes in and plays and they're just not taking it seriously. Uh, early days, you're, you're figuring out which kind of your friends can handle the responsibility <laughs> yeah, 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 and which yeah, ones yeah. can't. Yeah. Who to invite back. <laughs> yeah. 
every five episodes. Yeah. Or episodes example, that end in a, for a example, one or a five. Or, five. Um, <laughs> or start with a one. Start with a one. Or start with a five. Or start with a five. Let's, see if you let's get, go through let's all the Let's see if you get to that. Okay. <laughs> uh, not if Sam's invited back, but oh, I'll tell you. Goodness. No, I'm having a great time with Sam. Okay, can I'm I have those again? And I don't know which one of those he said. I'm not I'm not looking. No, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? That's the thing. The day. Who knows? So what was the nickname of Yankees catcher Bill Dickey? The Sticky Bandit? The Man Nobody Knows? That sucks. The Wicked Witch? Slippery Dicky? Or Big Hard Cock? I like Slippery Dicky. Mm. I do like that. So what was his name again? Is his name Dicky? Bill Dicky. Yeah, That's they've right. got to do something. Big Hard Cock makes sense. It does because it Dicky. Dicky stuff. But, you know, uh, the man nobody knows, if that's it, I'm going to be so upset. Sounds like a like a James Bond villain or something. Yeah, it's yeah. too long. Yeah. Yeah, to call that out. But you know, I'm also, things- you know, I'm, I'm looking at that through an Australian lens where we like to shorten yes. everything. Yeah, you know, slippery dicky, big hard cock, the wicked witch. These are all fly. All plausible. I'm going either wicked the witch bandit. or sticky I mean, the bandit. man nobody knows is only one word longer than most of the other ones. <laughs> the feels man longer. nobody knows. It feels longer. Know. It yes, does four, feel longer. Like, uh, I think because of nobody it feels yeah, long. Yes, that's yeah. true. Nobody. I think because he's a catcher, I'm going to say either sticky bandit Maybe Wicked Witch. I'm going to say Sticky Bandit. I'm going to also go for Sticky Bandit. You sure you don't want to change? I'm going to sure. go Big Hard Cock. You sure you no, don't? I'm going to go, I'm going to go Sticky Bandit. Go I'm for the go. one you like, the slippery one. Oh, I'm going to go for the slippery one. Are you locking in the slippery I'm one? I'm the slippery one. Are you playing this game? It feels like Jess is your <laughs> She's the puppet, puppet master, master today. <laughs> Another great nickname. Another great nickname. Jess the Puppet Master Perkins. Oh, my God, that's fantastic. That's actually really good. That is really good. Is your nickname? I'd love that. It's my nickname. What's yeah. my nickname? Little cock boy. <laughs> That's fun. I'll take it. That's fun. I like that. No bad nickname. <laughs> so, Sam, <laughs> yeah. you've, you've mentioned nearly every answer. Can you lock one of them in? I'm going to go with all of them. All of the above. <laughs> all of the above. Uh, well, I'm going to go with the bandit. Sticky, ba- yeah. sticky bandit. You've, you've changed. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm going to lock that one in. feels good. Okay. Feels right. yeah. I've had to change. I feel like I've written three different ones in and had to change them. So that's final. I'm going to lock that in. You sure? Yep. Okay. Can I change mine? Yes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Can I change? No, I'm just kidding as well. I was kidding as well. <laughs> All right. So the options are the answers are Big Hard Cock. Jess may surprise you. That was written by Sam. Ah, uh, God, you're good. I'm very clever. Really hiding in plain sight, High your answers. Brow, yeah. yeah, very good stuff. Slippery Dicky was written by Jess. Oh, God, I good. nearly made you change. I yeah. felt so bad. <laughs> I was joking. Not fair to play with me. Well, like that. I, I thought it was quite clear that I was yeah. telling you to choose the one I'd written. The Wicked Witch that was written by the House. Oh, oh okay, 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 yeah, it's pretty good. As was the Sticky Bandit. Damn. Damn. The right answer Are is you the man nobody knows. Me? Oh no! I so hate sorry. that. I hate you that. Hate it so much. What a horrendous nickname. Yeah, it's very unfamiliar, isn't it? Though. Yeah, like but it's I, not sort of fun nickname. You're not. Yeah, the crowd aren't calling it. Let's go, the man that nobody, nobody knows. knows or cares about. That yeah. was the other bit. And here's the thing, right? I can't mm. even figure out how that's a nickname or a compliment or whatever. Mm. You know, like John Eel's nickname was nobody. Because nobody's perfect. Right. That's okay. good. That's, yeah, that's a good, good. nickname. I like that. Yeah. Um, but this. Saying nobody knows you. Yeah, that's not, not nice. as good. It's not so nice. It's not good. I'm keen to actually listen to um, your explanation. Yeah. All right. Great. Uh, wow. That's a that's a big change in the scores. Because <sighs> yeah, can we check them? It's going to take some time to tell you those up. That means that uh, the house scores two points there. Oh, no. Fuck you, house. Meaning, <laughs> meaning that Sam is on one point. Jess is on five points, but jumping into the lead 
on six points is Dumb the house. Gonna be me. I honestly, I thought the sticky bandit. It's just that's the Home Alone um, bad guys. <laughs> Nick, oh, no, is that's it really? Why, that's why I wrote. Oh, my, that's pretty know. funny. Nickname for a catcher, sticky yeah. bandit. Sticky bandit makes sense. Where the sticky, sticky bandit. bandit? Sticky. Bandit. And he's going around with masking tape around oh. his hands, picking up things. Picking they were up also things. the wet bandits at one point. They had a rebrand. <laughs> You got to after sticky. You've got to have a rebrand <laughs> to the wet bandits. You got it. Sounds to. very cool. You simply must. It sounds cool though. That's pretty I cool. Sticky bandit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah, no, that, that I can. Yeah. What about cool. slippery dicky? Because then I figured it. He was ironic nickname. Yeah, or he dropped a lot. Oh, good point. Oh, he wasn't a very good catcher. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, there were. Uh, I didn't say that he was good or not. He was just a Yankees catcher. That's yeah. a good point. To have gotten to the Yankees, you'd surely have to have some sort of talent. Sure. sure. I would say that. But maybe he choked on the big stage. Yeah, maybe he got addicted to pills. Mm. Can happen. Maybe he sweated a lot. Maybe he sweated Ran a lot. Ran around with a big jug of and water. His, and his catcher's mitt just kept slipping off. Yeah. There's so many possibilities. It's right. too many. So that brings us to the final question. Finally. Of the show. This is huge. This is huge. <laughs> Thank God. Hey, stop. stop. No use to honestly. I'm not going to stop. I'm looking at Matt because I want him to finish and have a good time. All right, they, we always finish with the film synopsis question. Oh, yes. God. And this one is about the 1988 film Sorority Babes in the Slimeball Bowlerama. So you've mm. just got to write a, a brief synopsis of the 1988 film Sorority Babes in the Slimeball Bowlerama. Easy peasy. Here we go. Jess? What? Okay. I'm focus. writing. What was, the, what was the film called again? It was one. called Sorority Babes in the Slimeball Bowlerama. Wow. Another cat. It's just another catchy short um, sort of name. All right. While your answers are being written, here is some more information on Bill Dickey, aka the man nobody knows. Dick, he was a he was a legend of the game, an eleven time All Star, and a seven time World Series champion. Matt, I've forgotten the name of the movie again. It is called Sorority Babes in the Slimeball Bowlerama. Thank you. Uh, Dickie was an 11-time All-Star and 7-time World Series champion who was inducted in the Hall of Fame in 1954. According to the Yankees fan blog, 161st and River, he earned the nickname due to his aloofness and boring personality. Oh, that sucks. That's so sad. It's also a bit sad. Can I also have the name of the movie again, please? (laughs) Sorority Babes in the Slimeball Bowlerama. Bowlerama, thank you. According to BronxPinstripes.com, Hall of Fame pitcher Bob Feller was quoted as saying, Bill Dickey is the best catcher I ever saw. He was as good as anyone behind the plate and better with the bat. There are others I'd include right behind Dickey, but he was the best all-round catcher of them all. High praise there. Baseball legend or fellow legend Yogi Berra was quoted as saying, I owe everything I did in baseball to Bill Dickey. So much so that Berra switched his number to number eight, which was Dickey's number, as a tribute to his mentor. The Yankees retired the number for both players on Old Timers Day, July 22, 1972. No, I just locked it in. I I think I did really well that time. I'm proud of you. You asked for it three times, so I'm imagining that's going to, the full title will appear. It was long. I imagine the full title will appear. So it was a bit bit. nonsense. And that's okay. With Bolorama? Yeah, that's nonsense. That's nonsense. Nonsense word. Slime ball's fine. Babes, we get that. Babes. A few babes right here in the podcast. Three babes. Is Matt still hosting? <laughs> Matt's he not stopped listening recording. to us. He stopped recording. Okay, that's interesting. I'm having a lovely time today. Are you? Yep. Okay. I don't know if I'm coming back. But can you tell the Can you tell the listeners the truth, please? Are you having a good time? I'm having a really good time. I'm loving and it. And you I'm two are good friends. Is that true? We're actually really good friends. Yep. She sent me that's a lovely it. birthday message the other day. It's yep. very Someone interesting dynamic you, you two have. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's a lot of sexual chemistry, to be honest. Yeah, yeah it's unbridled. I think it's will they, won't they? Yeah. yeah Ross and, and the Rachel. answer is no, they won't. Oh, but, will they? Oh, they want oh, to. Oh, they want to. Will yes. they? Will they? Because as we all know, men and women can't be friends. No, they could never be friends. It's not going to work. They must want to fuck. <laughs> that was the whole premise of the TV show Friends, wasn't That's it? That's true, actually, yeah. No, balls. no. Joey and Phoebe are friends. Oh, yeah. In real sure. life, IRL? No. No. Absolutely no, no. not. They, they fucked. Can't, actors can't be friends. <laughs> they, they, they wanted yeah. to love. All right, so here is the final question. What's the synopsis of the 1988 film Sorority Babes in, Babes in the Slimeball Bowlerama? See, it's a hard title. It is a hard so title. Hard. Difficult. Here are your five options. Mm. The film follows the babes of the sorority before an alien invasion by the Slimeball Bowleramas. <laughs> well, then, well, then what happens? <laughs> well, then you must say Sorry. I am... Um, I'm not good at reading. Let me go again. It's okay. Just put picture around the word. Helps me. Put picture around put the a, word. Put a picture around the word. It helps me to figure out what the word is. Sorry, Matt, go on. <laughs> Do go on. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to read it as written. Okay. Okay. As written? Yeah. That, I mean, that's, synopsis, a, man. that's how you do it. <laughs> yes, synopsis. We get what a synopsis is. Read it as written. Maybe read a book. This film follows the babes of the sorority before an alien invasion by the slimeball Bolaramas. All right. Mm-hmm. Terrifies the babes into dancing <laughs> to dance their lives. Dancing to what? Their lives? To dance their lives. Ah, oh, <laughs> dancing to, to save dance. their lives, I think. <laughs> but who would, who would know? Who would know? I sent that very quickly. Who would know? Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> To dance, to dance, to dance their lives. <laughs> well, that still makes okay, sense that's to me. Option number one. That's option number one. <laughs> Could be that. Don't know the other options yet. Okay, well, so we've got one good option so far. <laughs> Do you need that old? No, no, it's no, no all you got good. it. I got, got it. it. Locked like, and loaded. Uh, option two. That one. <laughs> yep. Got it. When some sorority babes need to make quick cash to save an orphanage, they realize their best chance is to take on a group of local bully slime balls in a bowl off. Oh, there weren't aliens. Not in that version. Oh, in that why did they? Ones. Why are they rushing to make money for an orphanage? <laughs> They're rushing. They don't have much time to telephone. We simply or it will blow up. Maybe is that maybe the orphanage is going to blow up? I, yeah. Hurry! Terrifying. I've only got the information in front of me. <laughs> we have to make all this money. Oh, it'll kill all the orphans. <laughs> and it starts at three. <laughs> We've well, got three seconds. Yeah, maybe there's maybe someone they need to buy the land because a, oh that's true you know I a developer's sweeping it or so I don't know why is no, it like up to sorority girls <laughs> <laughs> not like some sort of government or council anyway yep that, I, that's I, good good option number two I feel like if you're gonna pick apart the logic of the film Sorority Babes in okay. the Slumball Bolorama. You're going to be on the right path because one of these is will correct. be faultless. That's right. Here we go. So you've first picked one. apart the first two by the sounds of it. Yeah. Option three, the girls of Delta Beta Nu find themselves kidnapped by an alien species of human-sized slugs. They must compete in an alien bowling competition. If they win, they get to go home. If they lose, they die. Sounds about as ridiculous as the bloody first one. It makes a little more sense. I don't think so. Well, I think nobody... Because the words are... Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. The words yeah. are right. Oh, right. It's yeah. not dance yeah. where saved I'm should be. I'm agreeing with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a group of college sorority members steal a trophy from a bowling alley. Unbeknownst to them, it contains a devilish imp who makes their lives a living hell. Ooh, I like the, that. The limp. Or Slime finally, ball. sorority Delta Beta Theta 
plans to get a nerd elected to student body council in order to distract that dastardly dean from their poor grades in time to allow them to make the end of semester party across town. Wow, that sounds like a romp. Do to need- save the orphanage. I don't need I don't need to hear him again. Okay. You you're done. I'm locking in number four. Number four for Jess. It's not the orphanage one. What was the fourth? What was the fourth? Now, Sam. Yep. Something you might have noticed through the game is that Jess picks the right answer a lot more I have than noticed that. <laughs> I have noticed that. And you've got There's the opportunity theme. to follow her here. Just, I mean, yeah. you won't catch any ground on her if you do that. Do you think I could still win? Uh, I mean, I, not looking likely. It's unlikely. Mm. Sometimes, twice of the four episodes <laughs> so far, someone has asked for bonus points in the last round. <laughs> yeah, and do you want do bonus that? points? Do you yep. want to do triple points? Can I choose Jess's one and choose bonus points? And if I get it right, I can do my impression. Okay, but if if we have the same answer, yeah, you're not yeah. going to be able to leapfrog her, mm. and it's and it's right. We mm. both get triple points, and so I've absolutely wiped the floor with you. Mm. I want to go with number three, number three, and you're going for triple points. Yep. All right. Okay, number three. That's the one about oh, Delta Beta Nu, <laughs> the, the the second like, alien one. Yep. Second alien one. I want it to be about aliens. All right, yeah, fantastic. I want it to be aliens. Yeah, I like aliens here. I love how. Two of the answers are alien based. All right, I let's love that go. Too. Let's go through them. Uh, firstly, uh, sorority Delta Beta Theta plans to get a nerd elected to the student body council in order to distract the dusty mm. dean from their so poor grades. Yeah. So they get a that was written by the house. Oh, the house. <laughs> that was by one that was trying to be a bit ridiculous. Yeah, but I'm, as I'm writing, I'm like, how do you make these movies sound too ridiculous? It's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can sort of That's picture good. that being a real film. Yeah, so we should make. I've it. seen it. You've seen it. I'm a cinephile. So the Bolaramas in this case is the the race of aliens. Yes. Slimeball Slime Bolaramas. Bolaramas, yes. And the babes had to dancing to dance their lives. That's right. That one was written by Sam. Oh. <laughs> you don't. You are very good. Thank you. <laughs> As a filmmaker yourself. I know. I'd like to take it up professionally. That's funny. You. Like when I when I can see a typo, I normally try and edit on the run, but yeah. I just couldn't don't figure it out. It. Yeah, it's but hard. Once you hard. said it was clearly meant to be Save, to save your life. Dance is good. I'm dance is dance. good. Dance to dance your lives. Lock it in. Dance to dance my lives. I'd have that notation. Uh, <laughs> when some sorority babes need to make quick cash to save an orphanage, Fuck they realise their best chance is to take on a group of local bully slime balls in a bowl off. That was also the house. Oh, the house. Means the house can't get a point here. Sam, you guessed Jess's. Jess, you got the correct one. That means six points to bop in the final round. Sweeping her to a huge victory. The final score, Sam on one point, House on six points. But way out in front on 11 points, it's Jess Perkins. Congratulations, Jess. That's huge. Thank That's you. amazing. Thank Jess, you, Sam. the puppet master Perkins. Puppet you may master. kiss my rump. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you want to have sex with her or her wife. That's right. Yeah. Do you want to have <laughs> sex with me or my wife? Yes, please. All right, Kissy, Ah, uh, what a fantastic game. That was good. Went down that to the wire. Tight. House goes down again. I'm really making a mockery of the phrase, the house always wins. Yeah, it's but, embarrassing. Um, <laughs> Feels embarrassing. <laughs> Do you want to uh, hear a, a quick review of the film? Absolutely. This comes from Felix Vasquez Jr. from Cinema Crazed. He wrote in 2010, so many years after it came out, he wrote, it's trash. There's no arguing that. But in the end, it's entertaining trash. And one I can enjoy 
If I want to remember horror comedies that were much more prone to creativity and originality and not just completely reliant on shocking us into submission with cynicism. That's all one sentence. He sounds really fun. I like that. Sounds and like something cool I would dude. like. I'd yeah. love to catch up with him at the just pub. Just hang out. Just hang out. Yeah, just get yeah. his opinions. <laughs> Sorority Babes in the Sideball Bolorama is a guilty pleasure and one I intend to indulge in for years oh, to come. he's wanking. He's wanking. Absolutely. That's why mine, that's why I stuffed up. That was what made him feel guilty. You think it's the wanking? Because he's obviously not, it's not a guilty pleasure if he's telling the internet about yeah, it. Yeah, but also no. to be like, it's a guilty pleasure and one I'm going to revisit. One I really enjoy. Probably fortnightly. Oh. Is it a hot film? Is it sexy? Do you I, think don't it's know, sexy I, don't, I haven't caught it yet. Yeah. Yet. We should watch it. But, um, you know. No, separately. Any film with babes. we're desperate to wank. Tonight. <laughs> An 80s movie with babes in the title. Yeah. yeah it's I imagine pretty it's sexy. pretty sexy. I think pretty it's definitely, it's at least going to be boobs. Oh, yes. I might watch it. I'm going to watch it. It's okay, boobs. fantastic. Awesome. Nice. Uh, Jess. Nice. As the... The winner. Maybe yeah. do you want to uh, plug anything? What? Where can people find you? People can find me at Jess Perkins on Instagram and oh, who cares about Twitter? Um, uh, and also on the Do Go On podcast, which this podcast is part of the wonderful Do Go On network. That's oh. right. And at the moment, the Do Go On podcast is in the middle of block. Yes, uh, which is our most requested, most voted for topics of the year, and we're yeah. counting down the top nine this year. And uh, we'll be a few weeks in, I think, by the time this comes out. Maybe one week in. So. And it's going very well. And well. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, I am Confessions of the Idiots on Instagram, TikTok, podcasts. It is a podcast. We're about why. to record an episode now, the three of about us. About to record an episode now. And, yeah, so you can But you record about three, four years in advance. Always, so yeah. always. I'm always at least six so weeks ahead. Our episode will come out, what, in 2025? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, late 2025. What's your spreadsheet game like? You keeping everything in a spreadsheet? I've got no spreadsheet. It's all just up here. All up here. Are you joking? My mind. Are you, no. no, like, are you are you fucking kidding? No, are it's all up here. It's all up in my mind. That's crazy. Oh, for listeners, that's crazy. when they're no. saying all up here, they're pointing at their butts. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all, all up, up there. here. Yeah. Are you serious? Our butts are famously. Do you above need me to show you how to use a spreadsheet? No. Okay. But actually, okay, maybe that'd be good. But conventional idiots on all the podcast. Hot tip. Go back, listen to episode one. Fantastic oh, stuff. It's my yeah, favourite podcast. the first podcast. game that I ever played. It's what? such a so great podcast. It's my favourite podcast. It's such a good podcast. It's so much fun. Not your favourite. And you know what? On road trips. It's one of my, my favourite podcasts. Wow, it's huge. On road trips, my partner, whose name we don't know. Abla. Uh, always asks to put on confessions. And I'm like, I'm on podcast. Do you want to listen to me? And he says, no, I want to listen to Confessions of the Idiot. Well, Would you want to listen a... to you sitting next Absolutely to Absolutely not, no. <laughs> and if people want to see this pod live, you can see it in Melbourne at the Retreat Hotel this week on the 17th. It's free. Somehow, I don't know, Joel Dusha from Sands Pants has organised that. I get paid per head, I believe. So come for Sweet. free. And then I get paid. We win, win. Bring 500 friends. Bring all your friends. Matt is in a lot of debt. <laughs> I'm in a whole lot of trouble. Uh, then we're coming to Perth on October the 29th at Oasis Comedy Club. And then we're going to be in the UK. Me and Dave Warnicky are doing a podcast tour with this podcast and Book Cheat and also doing some stand-up. And, you know, details for all that stuff will be in the show notes. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us. This has been Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. Now that you know it, I guess I'm Matt Stewart. Goodbye. Jesus, are we, st- are we sure about that That's one? That's what I like. <laughs>